You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Happy Wednesday, and uh, thanks for hanging out for a few moments as we pursue God together. Yesterday, and if you didn't see it, you ought to go back and watch or listen to it. We looked at a a little known but amazing story from 2 Samuel 9 when David, who was this rough and tough guy on the outside, was kind on the inside and showed extraordinary kindness, King David. And over the next few days, we're going to draw some important lessons about learning to express kindness. You see, I believe that God is totally committed to helping you be at your best, helping me be at my best. And being our best simply means being more like God. That's why Galatians 5.22 says, when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he will produce this kind of fruit in us. Love, because God is a God of love who demonstrates his love on a cross. Joy, because God is the most joyful being in the universe. Peace, because God doesn't get shook up. Nothing is too big for him. Patience, because God is patient with us, waiting for us to come to him, to grow, to change. And kindness, because God is kind. It's love in action. Friends, to be kind is to be like God. Colossians 3 tells us to clothe ourselves with kindness. Ever seen a show on TV where they do a makeover on some woman? They they bring in, you know, kind of a plain, disheveled, tired, mopey-looking mother and pair them up with some famous beauty expert, and they give her a new hip hairstyle with color and highlights and a new set of designer clothes and <laughs> fresh coat of paint. And she comes out afterwards looking like a fashion model. And I remember one time seeing a husband who just could not believe that that person was his wife that he was looking at. Well, that's what God the Holy Spirit is trying to do in us. He's trying to reclothe us, restyle us, transform us so that we are clothed with the kindness of God in our lives. So the Holy Spirit urges us, nudges us, reminds us to demonstrate the kindness of God in our lives to the people in our lives in at least three different ways. I mean, just like David did with this crippled boy named Mephibosheth in 2 Samuel 9. Uh, First, God urges us to respond to people sensitively. It's interesting that just out of the blue, David had this burst of sensitivity and says, is there anyone still left in my friends Jonathan's family that I can show kindness to? Now, many of us have trouble being sensitive to a person, even after we become aware of their need. But David was so sensitive, he went looking for someone with a need. And when David was told about Mephibosheth, it moved him. Now, if you're like me, it's so tempting to hear that story and to say, well, isn't that nice? It just gives me warm fuzzies all over. It's kind of like hearing, you know, that a single mother with five children on welfare won a $10 million publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes. And we think, oh, that's so great. But the message for us that we can kind of pull from this story today is we all need to be sensitive to the Mephibosheths in our lives for the people who, for many different reasons, are walking with a limp, maybe physically, emotionally, spiritually in their soul. So the Holy Spirit says to us, open your eyes. They're all around you, in your neighborhood, your church, your health clubs, in your schools, even in your own family. Who can you go out of your way today to show kindness to. God, thank you for showing kindness to us, for loving us so much you kindly sent your son. 
And it's your kindness that leads us to repentance back toward you. And God, today, we know that there may be those that need some hope, need a gesture, need an act of kindness, uh, maybe in our own family, under our own roof. Maybe it's the school, the workplace, <laughs> on the road when people are road raging. Help us to live with kindness to honor you and to honor the work of your spirit in our lives. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Be kind today. I know you will. See you tomorrow.